life after graduation is three things for me unpredictable frustrating at times uh, and on the whole pretty awesome after I graduated nearly two years ago um, I was working in retail for a bit and then I found myself in a role that I never expected I would be in and it was been going okay but um, I still feel like I'm still quite young and it's, I still have time to play around and like do things and trying to figure out you know what is the best place for me to be best career path for me so I feel like a lot of people I don't know I can speak for myself you still don't really know what your life's going to be like or what your career is going to be like after you've graduated it does take some people some time which is like the scary and exciting thing about life after graduation personally for me Graduate life hasn't been what I expected it to be. I feel like a lot of students are led to believe that the hardest struggle is getting the degree, when the truth is the hardest struggle is actually what comes after it. It's not easy to just fall into the career of your dreams just like that. Very few people do. To just really get yourself financially established, and I think that really needs to be put out there for all graduates. I can definitely say that um, graduate life has met my expectations. It's been very, very, very hard trying to get the job that I've got currently. It took me about 50 applications, matting, I know. But, um, you know, it's also something that shouldn't be a shock as well. The job market is intense, it's fierce. The government aren't really doing enough to provide opportunities for, for graduates. So it has definitely met my expectations. I knew what I was walking into and I knew it would be, it would be difficult. So, yeah, that's really my opinion. Yeah, postgraduate life. Life after graduation, I mean, it started off being a bit difficult <laughs> to say the least. But to be honest, after I got over the whole, after I got over thinking that people were going to employ me just because I had just finished uni and I had this shiny new degree in my hands, it got better because then at that point I just I decided to get a grip, really sit down and figure out what I wanted to do. And yeah, life has been good, I'd say, because of that. Hey guys, you're listening to The 360. This is our fourth episode. This is Lydia. And I'm Jackie. And today we're going to be talking about life after graduation. Mm. So before we get into it, I'm just going to plug our social media let you guys um, know what where you can find us so it's twitter.com forward slash the three underscore underscore 60 um all in words and you can email us on the 360info.gmail at gmail.com okay so um, if you have any questions or you want to talk about what we've discussed or you have any ideas and um, you want to argue with us yeah we're, we're all for it so um yeah get in touch with us um, our personal Twitters as well, if you want to follow us. Mine is Lydia Naomi Rose, L-Y-D-I-A-N-A-O-M-I-R-O-S-E. Yes! Do you know yes. the way you, like, the way you recite your Twitter? Oh, like, we, how often poetry, do you have to yeah. tell people your Twitter account? Is that something you just regularly do? Do you know what? It's not that I tell them often, but Lydia Naomi Rose is my, literal, it's my handle for everything, so okay. I, just, I just know it. But then like mine is also my name, but I just, I'm not just, I'm not there with I don't know, I mean, spelling. Maybe it's the poet in me, yeah? <sighs> Okay, mine is 
<laughs> Mine is at Jackie O-Tag. So it's J-A... See, look, look. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-O-T-A-G. Excellent. I well, then you just about got that out. Yeah. Never mind. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this. Let's get into it. So, so you're a graduate, as am I. We both graduated two years ago. 2013, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yes. I remember it like it was yesterday. Of course you bloody do. I mean, it was yesterday, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, we graduated two years ago from the same university, as you've probably got by now. Um, but when... I was at university or even beforehand, I had a very different idea of what my life would be like <coughs> post-university. Um, so, for example, I thought... <coughs> I would do things in by age, so by 21, mm. but I even graduated at 22. Or Yeah. I thought, you know, I'd have my own place. Like, I just thought, move out, mm. have a great, fabulous I job. I'd be driving. Yeah. Um, I would have my shit together, um, as opposed to all over the place. Yeah. Um, I would be really buff. Uh, yeah. Well, you are really buff. <laughs> I mean, no, I thought I would just look. Because sometimes now, it's not that I don't think I'm, you know, all right. I'm, you know, we, I mean, we, do, okay, we do all right. <laughs> but um, I think it was more a case of I thought, like, sometimes I still dress a bit like a teenager. I have my moments, mm. like, look at home, I'm wearing baggy jeans, dog Martins, no, I, yeah, biker jacket. I, hear that. I, I still that. enjoy bringing up my, bag, my backpack every now and again. Yeah. But then yeah. I see other women who are like, they do their heels, they do the full-on contour every day. Oh my gosh, I rate you guys. Listen. Okay, congratulations to you Listen, ain't got time. Do you know what I mean? I ain't got time. Give you a clap You're lucky that. if I put on makeup when I go to work here, because I actually oh just God. can't be bothered. <laughs> I mean, I do put on makeup. I mean, I do my eyebrows, yeah? yeah that well, is well, No, that, that transforms your face. It yeah, really of does. course, you need yeah. your eyebrows, otherwise yeah. you're savage. I mean, this is it. Um, but as far as like... I, I would say I can't have more than four... If I have more than four makeup elements on my face mm. at one time, then I feel completely... This is a personal thing. I feel completely mm. overdone. Mm. Um, or I just feel like it, it would just take me too much time. Mm. Um, so things like that, or maybe the way I dress, I thought I'd be really sophisticated and all. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, I, do you know, I know do you know that power woman look? Yeah. I thought I'd look like... Yeah. But maybe it's because we don't work in corporate exactly. environments. Exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's a kind of... Um, path that we've um decided to take um like for me i thought exactly the same thing i'd graduate and um do you know what when i was young i always i always said i even said it to my parents like i just can't see myself working in like a um, nine-to-five office job like i just feel like it just doesn't fit um with me mm. like i just can't see myself there um but i graduated from university and the first thing i did was get a graduate job in like a sort of recruitment kind of firm when i was doing that whole working in the city and i mean i can't say i wore the heels because let's be fair i mean i can't do a whole day in those things yeah <laughs> but i was definitely had like the pencil skirts etc mm. um and yeah like i guess that was my expectation i thought okay i'm just gonna um after i finish uni i'm probably just gonna go into a job like that um and earn some good money, which I did. But I mean, a few months down the line, I realised that just really, yeah. it wasn't for me. But that's what life is like for some people. Some people who've gone down that corporate route, yeah. they have that whole wearing a seat to work and then in the next few years, they're going to move out and yeah. build a house and have a build a house, you know, have a, might have to build your own house at this rate. Mm, um, and they're moving in with their prospective partners and all that, getting in, get, like they're doing things by the letter. But I feel like because we've chosen this kind of not corporate path yeah. or creative path like everything's kind of slowed down i'm i'm gonna say slowed down yeah um 
so all those things I kind of expected to have like um, money. Um, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> just definitely isn't happening. Definitely, definitely. Or it's not that it's not happening. But it's just you graft a little bit longer. Yeah. You expect to stay. You expect to be at the bottom a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the expectation was, as we said, to graduate and to have that that nice money dropping in the bank every okay. every month but yeah. i thought that that's that was what's going to make course, me happy because yeah. you got your degree you you were going to have your degree this is it therefore you were going to get a good job immediately exactly or pretty rapidly exactly and that was going to be that was going to provide sufficient remuneration mm. um for you to live a certain standard of life this is it um go to restaurants maybe a cheeky holiday every now and again um you know clothes <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing yeah, all at yeah, the same time yeah, and exactly then... and then you know when it comes down to it you really one day you really sit down and think like for me it happened when <laughs> i was i was on the train i was on the train on my way back from work i used to work in um like city thames link that area fleet street i used to work and wow. um, I mean, it sounds really good. Like, yeah. I mean, it I mean was... that's the city of London. Yeah. That's like the, yeah. the business district of yeah. the capital. Um, and so in they fact, are here's, a, here's a fun fact. Um, in my building, the lift that they um, that we used in the building was actually the actual lift from um, the, one of the James Bond movies, one of the old ones that Sean really? Connery's in. I think it was Goldfinger. Oh, wow. was so you know those old lifts where you have to. Yeah, like, open bring, up the grates. Yeah. yeah, it was one of them. There was a seat in the like a wooden seat in the lift, and it was nice carpet. Like it was, it was, it was, yeah. the, it was the bomb. It was the bomb sick. degree. But yeah, so um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. You were on the train. You had a moment yeah, of realization. Yeah, I was on the train. Um, on my way home from work, and I was literally sandwiched between like two um big guys. They were big, you know. Obviously, um, worked in the city as well. Had their suits, and I literally couldn't find anywhere to hold on. I literally looking around. Everyone was just packed in there like sardines, mm. thinking, "This is what I'm doing every single day, yeah. back and forth." Like literally on my way to work, sandwiched between people. Yeah. On my way back from work, sandwiched between people, and it's like everyone looked upset. No yes. one looked happy. Yeah. And I thought, I'm, uh, "Is this is really this life? Is this it? Is this what it's about?" I had a similar and experience that's when, in my job yeah, as well. And that's when, it, that's when yeah. the penny sort of dropped for me. It was this like, you know what, this is really not what I thought it was going to be. Mine was when um, I got, I used to get on <coughs> a particular tube on the northern line to get to work every mm. morning. And obviously I'd gotten to the point where I stood on a particular part of the platform, platform where mm. I knew the, the train was going to stop and the doors would open right in front of me. And I knew the seat that I was going to go for mm. because I knew that when I got off that particular carriage, You'd it would lead straight exit. to the exit. Yeah. Um, on the other <laughs> you know end. that one. So if any element of my journey that morning did not go well, yeah. I would be upset for the rest of the day. Mm. I remember one, I must one particular morning I was so stressed. Um, I got in and somebody had swept in behind me and took the seat that I usually take. Oh, I was close to tears of anger. I wanted to see that person under a train. Mm. I was literally like, mm. I hope everything in your life fails. I hope all your kids curse your... I was literally <laughs> so angry. Yeah. Or maybe when I get to the other end of the station, like, you know, there'd be a long queue for the lifts or... It was just all yeah. these little elements that became, you know, to quote a great the great poet, Drake... Um, yes. <laughs> all of the little things became big things mm. and um it was just ridiculous i said okay this job isn't for me this mm. kind of position isn't for me but as for expectations the real one was i thought i'd live alone i just expected life after uni you don't go back home you move 
to your own place yeah and that's it yeah do you know what i had the same expectation as well like i remember having a conversation with my parents actually um saying you know what um once i graduate like i really don't want to be living at home for very long like yeah. i love you guys to bits but i just really feel like after having the experience of living away from home and living abroad yeah. as well i mm. kind of really want to be like out by myself and they were fine with it but i mean the money yeah yeah it just, it just, it just didn't, yeah. it didn't quite, yeah. it didn't it like quite the work. expectations yeah, exactly. didn't match up with the reality. This of, is it. So it was a case of, I want to move out, I want to serve you, I want to be serving you a little independent woman mm. living in a nice little flat. This is what I'm Maybe saying. Maybe you can, I can serve you a little terror situation. I can, I'm, I'm thinking about Friday nights, inviting <laughs> yeah. the girls around. You know, that, I was thinking having about all the exactly, life. Having okay. a little drink up, um, doing a little cooking with the girlies, if you know what I mean. Look at you. Mm. What kind of, what happened? And <laughs> not even a taste. Well, my mum went on holiday for three weeks, so I got close, <laughs> I got close enough to that. But you know, we, we are lucky. You know, yeah, I'm you thinking... You have know, what, an option. I, I, think it's, I think it's once I really got into the mix of work, mm-hmm. I realised, you know what, at this point, living by myself, it's not important. I don't really feel like that's the thing that's going to actually make me happy. No, Do you know no. what I mean? I mean, might, having your own space is great, but, yeah, you know... yeah. I just, yeah, I think once I started working um, and I realised, you know what, I hate this, I'm depressed. Yeah. Um, and I made the decision to um, leave that job and um, pursue the things that made me happier. So I, I had the time. So because the thing for one thing for me was that because I was doing the same thing every single day, working Monday to Friday, waking up at like six and getting home at like seven mm. and then having to continue yeah. to do it. It was just like I felt like a robot and I felt so tired all the time. The things that I did like to do, like writing mm. poetry and writing articles and stuff, I had no time to do it. Yeah. So for me, I, I just took the made the choice to be like, okay, well, I'm going to leave this. And um, I worked um i've worked two jobs after that so i was like a um, assistant manager at, um like bar and also did tutoring as well and um my hours were less so i was working about 30 hours a week so yeah. i wasn't working full time but it was quite it was still um a fair amount of hours but it's still i felt happier because it wasn't like work where i felt brain dead you yes. know what i mean i yeah. just could go in it wasn't like i was sitting at a desk and just you know at the desk for the whole eight hours and just going like this, looking at the screen and just mm. typing, typing, typing. I was interacting with people and it was a thing where I didn't have to bring my work with me when I went home. I could leave my shift and leave it there and just go home and yeah. care about it. And I think that's the most important thing for me because, I don't know, I just feel like I needed um, I needed something that would just, I don't know, just make me feel happy really and not feel depressed because I felt depressed when I was working in the city. I really yeah. did. And I just feel like there's just so much more to life than just feeling sad about where you work you know just just because you're getting a good amount of money in the bank at the end of the month doesn't mean anything that's not that's not enough to well you know for some people i remember when i was discussing well i I was in a job that i didn't particularly enjoy the thing is mine Mm. was in an industry that was fun it was Mm. in the advertising industry So there was a lot of parties, mm. really social, yeah. some amazing characters, really, really good banter, um, you know, and I got to wear pretty much what I want, I get to dress up to go mm. to work, you know. So there was that, but then the job itself, the day-to-day tasks, I just couldn't get on board with. This is it. And that's what drove me to, like, leave the job and yeah. pursue pursue where I wanted to go to. Um, so, yeah, that was... But the money wasn't enough. Mm. 
it, money wasn't enough of a driving force to make me stay there because exactly. it was a decent income and I could see like my career tra- trajectory would have been really yeah. good if I just stayed yeah. there I could have worked my way through the company or navigated my way through the industry yeah. I just thought you know what this isn't for me yeah um, and that's another thing you kind of expected I kind of expected graduating I know exactly what I'm going to do and I'd land on my feet yeah. no. no you need to no bitch that's you not will, how it works you need to go on a journey <laughs> yeah. I really sometimes I worry when I meet I guess some careers you do need to okay if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or or something you need to decide pretty early on that's what you want to do but for the most part I feel I don't think it's a bad thing to change your mind I don't think it's a bad thing to career hop you've got the rest of your life to be in one position why do you have to be dry up and toast up in one decrepit job in the corner this is it like my mum always used to tell me like if you don't like where you're at leave don't feel bad about um oh, they're relying on me or my boss. Because if that company goes redundant now, they'll send you out. There'll be no, yeah. oh, thank you for what you did exactly. in year three of the exactly. of the financial year or whatever. They'll be like, look, um, you're great. Yeah. Um, here's five grand. Um, and here's your redundancy package. And here's a letter. We don't need your rest. Here's a all. box to put your belongings in. And could <laughs> this you please clear out um, by 5pm? Um, yeah. It's been great. Like, they'll just send you yeah. out. So yeah. none of that sort of pledge allegiance to the mm. to the role kind of thing yeah. so yeah. that's one thing I've kind of learned um but yeah mm. and for me as well the transition from university to graduate life so university I loved university for its social aspect obviously mm. for the reading but yeah, <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> you could have friends from different backgrounds different yeah. um parts of the UK and you could go to your seminars and have really amazing discussions with people, go on nights out and mm. see people that you study your course with and then go to the common room and end up hanging out with the most eclectic group of people. I yeah. like, remember, you know, hanging out in the common yeah. room and there'd be yeah. a few people from French and then people from comparative lit yeah. because of those are the people and yeah. English literature and we'd all end up having like an yeah. amazing yeah. discussion, stuff yeah. like that. And then <laughs> when you get to work now, there's none of that. There's or graduate. There's, none, it, there's of none of that. It that that all goes. Yeah. And the opportunity to meet lots of new people, I feel, diminishes after uni. Yeah. Like if you're not no, careful. De- yeah, definitely. I felt the same way. I mean, um, I can't. Um, I mean, I can't really ignore the fact that the when the job that I um, in fact, talk about my internship that I did um, just fresh out of uni. So um, I worked at like the NTM TM Loon head office where I was the only um, black woman there. I was mm-hmm. the only black person there, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, in my um, second, like, my actual graduate job that I, I got, um, there was me and there was a mixed-race girl there. Mm. It was quite a small um, small team, so um, fair enough. It was it was nice that, you know, we were there together. <laughs> but <laughs> but I definitely saw that, um, that it just wasn't diverse at all. Yeah. And there was no one, it's, it's just so weird coming from university and being able to relate to so many people and then coming out of it yeah. and having no one that's on your page at all yeah. and having to go to work and put on, it's kind of like, it's double consciousness really, go to work and not actually be the person that I actually am because mm. there's no one there that understands it. I found like I found that quite hard, actually. I found I had to police myself, so it's mm. kind of that kind of aspect where you were very aware like the industry I entered into was advertising any of the creative industries most in fact the creative industry does a severe lack mm. of diversity um, in terms of people of color or like you know whatever <coughs> you want to whatever definition you want to call it but people of color or um in certain positions women mm. so then being a black woman is just a double thing onto it so um yeah when when I was in my job there was just 
not that many yeah. black people. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's fine. But then very quickly, when you're in that kind of situation, you, you kind of become an ambassador, whether you like it or not. I personally don't agree with yeah. becoming the poster child for an entire race because this that's not, it. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I can't be the spokesperson. Um, like, can't, the, the same way, like, I hate when people say, oh, Kanye West says this. Um, Is Kanye West... Uh, is he the, the spokesperson for, all for all, even Martin Luther King and yeah. Malcolm X and all those yeah. kind of people? They don't yeah. speak for every single black person exactly. on the face of the earth. Exactly. Like you've got to, you might look at that people and say, okay, uh, you know, I agree with that person, yeah. or there's some people that agree with you. But you know, I hate that ambassador type of thing. Yeah. But then I would feel myself policing myself, like mm. if I said a particular thing, it's like, oh my gosh, they're gonna think I'm being sassy, yeah. or because that's what was came out, yeah. you know, sassy attitude. What else? What are the other buzzwords? Um, um, fierce. The clicks. I've well. got the clicks. Focus Someone did an impression of me before, and was like, Jackie would just be like, uh, 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 and I was like, when? Do you what know? But that situation hell? that was okay because there was another guy at the desk, and he looked at me and was like, what? Like this was a white guy. Yeah, he looked at me and looked confused. I was like, I don't know what that was. I mean, so yeah, it was that much yeah, of a jarring yeah, thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that happened to me. Mm. And that made me just feel uncomfortable. Once I was leaning on um, a windowsill, someone said I looked really sassy when I was leaning. I don't know how anyone can look sassy leaning on a windowsill. I mean, I'm tired, Jim. I was tired. It was yeah. like 8 p.m. I, mean, I was knackered. And I was just watching something but happen. somehow, somehow that's sassy. Okay. And, the, and I had to, I was like, Ooh. so even then I was like, yeah. my God, I'm just standing watching and I'm can't still actually, sassy. You can't actually just be. Yeah. yeah you can't. You or, can't. Or I get things like, oh my God, Jackie, you're so loud. I'm not loud, you're just deaf, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me I'm laugh. Loud. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, I need to sort yourself Did out. You're too quiet. Open your mouth. We're talking, yeah, we're not whispering. Have no conversation. Do I have Please. to put on my amplifiers to hear you? Yeah, I mean, all, <laughs> all of these microaggressions. After graduating, I I didn't even. Maybe it's because I've just become more aware because I've had like I've been in these jobs and I've had to but before that before graduating i didn't actually expect that these are the things that we'd actually have to deal with it just wasn't i wasn't conscious of it because it never happened yeah yeah. i mean to some extent i was you know i was aware of the stereotypes that existed of black women and i was like whatever you know yeah it's just life stereotype i just reasoned stereotypes exist of nearly every group of people um on the face of this earth and negative it's just that you know the the stereotypes that affect black people or um, I would even yeah most of the stereotypes that are attributed to um, black women seem to be very very negative yeah. so loud yeah. sassy um, I've definitely had sassy rude what is it about or, this word sassy it's not even we don't even use it in the, in, yeah, in the UK sassy like I never we don't it's not part of the vocab but whatever um, so yeah you just I'm, went all, all sassy black woman on me I've had that before excuse me excuse me all sorry like, excuse me yeah Pardon? Yes, like, uh, this, this happened recently, moi. actually, at work. And I've taken myself out of the corporate okay. environment as well. Cool, this cool, is in the cool, centre that cool. I work in. Um, I, can't remember, I can't remember what the conversation was. I'm smiling emojis, but I feel, just to, in the row of smiles. <laughs> when, okay. you, when you say something regular and someone says you're sassy. Just keep smiling <laughs> emoji. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is you smiled into the microphone. So I'm going to put that, that out there, that Lydia actually, actually smiled. smiled into the microphone. But yeah, I can't remember what the conversation was. Um... I think I'm, I think I must have said something like, "Yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm just not here for it." You just went all sassy, black woman on me. Excuse me. What? Hmm. 
I mean, I just, I just turned away, really, didn't I? That's the thing. Continue doing what I was doing. Because you don't want to be oversensitive. And I love cracking jokes. And I love pushing the boundaries as well. You know, I love being really, really cheeky with it. Mm. And being quick and, like, saying, like, you know, things. Just to, yeah. like, awkward yeah. situations and all that kind of uncomfortable kind of, kind of thing. Like, comedies like The Office and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. They re- I really love them. Parks and Rec. Because mm. it's just... It, that awkward comedy so in life I do like banter yeah. and I, I don't I try not to be oversensitive so there's sometimes I'm just like you know what let this go it's not that serious but for the most part I feel like if it compromises if it makes me feel unsafe yeah and like I can't be comfortable then it's no longer a joke yeah and I don't like it. I personally don't like to make jokes to this the point where it. someone feels uncomfortable yeah. it needs to be that's why it's a joke it's funny yeah so if I feel that way then that's not right and if I've yeah. made you feel that way that yeah. equally is not right and there's another thing exactly. that I've heard about which I agree with which is when it comes to comedy and banter it only works when you're in a position where you the joke has to sort of go up so like gay people can make jokes about straight people because gay people generally don't have mm. they don't have access to mm. the same m- number of rights as straight people yeah. straight people have had a standard of living yeah. you know a standard of acceptance yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can poke fun because yeah. that's the standard if that makes sense but yeah. if it's straight people laughing poking at gay people yeah. then it becomes something else which is kind of it's homophobic yeah, and I agree with that I agree because with it's that. people in a yeah. position of power making jokes about people who don't have power. Yeah. So even though that sounds quite drastic, when you're in a work setting yeah. and your middle-class white boss is making jokes about um, people, working-class people yeah. in a developing part of... the um, in um, an underdeveloped part of London, that's not that's not funny anymore. Yeah. It's, it's a rich white person yeah. laughing at yeah. poor other people yeah. regardless of what background they're from. Yeah. So you know, there's, yeah. there's that going on. So yeah. I became quite sensitive to that yeah. kind of thing yeah but luckily i mean i can take it and i can give it as good as i get it mm. to be honest well so. this is it and this is it. so but i learned i learned that at work i, I in being a graduate i've learned yeah to r- deal with quite a bit yeah and it's funny because it's like you go to university you do your degree um and you, you know get this qualification in order to you know secure, secure yourself a job but the learning actually starts when you're yeah. actually in that oh, job. No, like you don't learn that at university. You don't learn that at university. Mm. Like they don't, they don't have units or modules on how to deal with the workplace as a minority. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't. Well, what, what can they tell <laughs> you? This is it. So it's only once you actually get in there, Just get out into the world. Imagine oh. <laughs> us. I think the only thing, like when people say, "Oh yeah, you know, university is useless because it doesn't teach you about life." Mm. Okay, that's useless. Yeah, go to uni or go to wherever. Read yeah. your books. I believe. I do believe in education. Yeah. If that's the path you want to go down, but I think a little bit more should be done to say. <laughs> there's a whole lot out there mm. that you're still going to have to don't yeah. think the learning is over the learning is still going this to continue when I went this to my first it. job I've never had an issue making friends or becoming part of um, a group of people or yeah. sort of weaseling my way in and I've never ever had that issue but yeah. my first job after uni oh my gosh yeah. I felt alone yeah. I felt excluded I felt sometimes I would say entire sentences and no one would acknowledge what I said I remember you yeah I would say an entire sentence and no one would say anything or they'd be having a conversation and as soon as I'd jump in they'd stop talking or um snide comments would be made I remember you know (laughs) I remember having a particular leather jacket um I do like my clothes and it was from Whistles um Whistles is like 
a premium high street brand. Mm. Um, so the jacket cost, it was worth about £300. But I think I got it. I got it cheaper. Yeah. But you know, you d- everyone, you don't really talk about that kind of thing. So I think yeah. I had it on or I was taking it out of the packaging. And then another colleague, somebody very high up, said, she looked at the jacket and goes, how did you afford that? Sorry. You know, really snide Excuse comments me. like that. How did you afford How's... that? Was it on sale? What, is, what was your response to that, Jackie? I just said, I don't know. I just saved up. I just left it at that. What do you say when you've been put on what? the spot like that? Really, really cheeky snide comments well, like, like, well, that. like that. day, I would probably would have lost my job, yeah. <laughs> well, sorry. That, that's, the way, that's the kind of stuff that you get used to. Yeah. Or, you know, little things like that. And mm. when you're fresh out of university, everyone was of a certain level, you know, quite high up. Mm. And it was a very, very tight-knit company mm. that I was working for. It really, really... It was really social, but a lot of people had their close friends at yeah, work. Yeah, And at the time... I mean, that was good if it worked for you and if you knew how to get in there, mm. but you, you can't just force yourself... Like, the team I was working with were all close friends who went yeah. on a holiday together and stuff. So yeah. That's hard to weasel your way yeah. in. Yeah. Um... So for the fact that I was young, maybe, you know, that worked against me. But then I felt like because I just was different. Mm. Um, so they just didn't know how to quite... It wasn't like, oh, we're not going to speak to you because you're black. It was more a case of you're not into what we're into. Yeah. And maybe at the time I had to learn to... Kind of learn to transition mm. into that office environment. So like going to the pub after work for drinks... Yeah, that kind that's of another thing. thing that, that, that drinking culture. Um, that oh, my job had my a severe gosh. drinking culture. Same as my job as well. Real, real severe drinking and culture. And I feel like, a, a, what, like where, did you work in the city as well? Um, yeah, it was like quite central London. Yeah, so I mean, it's throughout really all of like any city job, I feel like that's the, it goes with the, the territory really, doesn't it? Yeah. Like that drinking culture is so, so ripe in London. I'm um, like, no wonder every... I mean, everyone's depressed, yeah? Going to their yeah. <laughs> 9 to 5 jobs doing the same thing. Yeah, Friday. you have to. I mean, you, so you need to escape, so you drink. After yes, work, you go do. down to the pub. That That's what it is. And that's another thing. I was like, you know what, yeah? All my money is going towards drink. Like, a lot of it was going towards drinking after work. Yeah. Is this really what I'm making my money for? Should you make the money away to on eat, alcohol? buy your lunch from Itsu and Pret, and this then, it. <laughs> and then drink it. after work in exactly. the pub. Exactly. Yeah. I thought to myself, nah. Yeah. Not, I don't know if I Well, do luckily, this. I was a cheeky little sod, so mm. I refused to pay for drinks because I'm... Like, I'm just going to tell you that I'm earning the least in this room. So mm. I'm not paying. And these p- girls would like to order bottles of Prosecco. I'm not paying £25 on anybody's I bottle mean, of Prosecco. I mean, what we're celebrating, yeah. Thank you very That's much. That's when Prosecco comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't... I didn't have to really... And they were quite generous. Like, when it mm. came to... They did tell me that I was a different girl in the office to when I was outside of the office because I really hated the job. But then mm. once I was out of the office, I was me. Yeah. But then as well, it was an open environment. So I felt like I could be me. Yeah. So yeah. they'd see me socialising with other people so people, and I was more relaxed. Mm. But for some reason, the office was a completely different vibe. Mm. So I didn't end up spending that much money on drinks, but I was drinking frequently and yeah. I was out having late nights. Like now in my job that I'm in, I have to be in bed by 11 or, yeah. you know, 11.30. After that, and I get grouchy. Yeah. Um. In, if I'm sleeping, but I, if I get to bed at 1, I'm frankly, frankly, I'm depressed for the next day. I'm just like, you know when you get to the I office, hit, yeah. how I, yeah. oh, I didn't get enough sleep, did I? Yeah. <laughs> you start the conversation yeah. like that. But in my old job, I'd be getting yeah. in at 2 a.m., you know, 3 a.m. Stumbling in, yeah. Stumbling in. Actually, is it? Up the stairs. And this whole hump day, Wednesday hump day, hump day 
like the, did they they did they have that at your workplace? Well, we have and I call Wednesday Hump Day. Yeah, yeah, What yeah. happens on Hump Not Day? Not like everyone goes out to drink. I'm thinking, but it's work the next day. Wait, right? they drink for, because it's Wednesday. Yeah. Because they you know used what? to go in at my old workplace. I'm thinking, really? Like Wednesday is the new Friday. I'm thinking. No, Thursday's the new Friday. Babe. I mean, I've got work tomorrow. Yeah. Thursday. Everyone know. Everyone knows Thursday's the new the Friday. Hell? Not Wednesday. That's a bit of a reach, isn't it? Yeah. It's because no, you can't. Obviously, you can't go drinking on Monday. Yeah. And Tuesday, you just, you know, it's still, you're still too close to the weekend. I think Wednesday's the only decent day you can get away with. It's like you can just about get away with drinking, so they really... No, but I just feel like you still have to be in bed for work the next day, don't you? Yeah, of course. I mean, I just couldn't get down with it. That drinking culture. And it's actually a lot of things. I mean, luckily, we have that choice because we drink, so we can say, mm. you know, I'm not on it. But imagine other graduates who don't drink. This is it. Or who are not, who choose, whether out of religious reasons or non-religious reasons, maybe they can't even take their drink or health reasons. Mm. It would be very difficult to like, or it is very difficult to get involved in like that workplace relationship, yeah, exactly. that workplace Cause culture, then, yeah. and make friends. Then you start thinking exactly because that's where people feel that feel they you know themselves when they're outside of the office. It seems so. It's like if you're say you you know you don't drink or something like that. Everyone's having bants down at the pub after work. You don't drink, so you're going home. You're gonna miss out on all the yes, bants. Yes, you so are. And they yet. talk about it the next day. Exactly. Oh. oh my gosh, you should have seen Rachel. She was off her fucking face. Oh my. <laughs> she only just went and pooped in his shoes. She actually puked on his <laughs> shoes. I could not believe it. She puked all over his shoes. I was just like, right. I mean, oh, there was gosh, one night I didn't go that. out, or one night I did go out, mm. but I went home because it was time for bed. These <laughs> girls stayed out until like one a.m. Like they getting Stop taxis it. home and. Um, having to ask other people like <laughs> let me not bait on the people I work with <laughs> but can I quite miss them I think they're absolutely <laughs> hilarious like it was hard mm. to get into it yeah. but as I said you know I persevered and, and it got to a point where I was like you know what um, if you don't like me I like me you know that was like, <laughs> if you, you don't like me I love me <laughs> it got to that point I said okay and then in a way you know that ended up working my favour because they just mm. It just took time, like, to for them to get used to me. But then I still didn't like the job, so I left. <laughs> um, but actually, what I wanted to ask you, what well, what I wanted to cover as well was like, um, kind of touched on it before about the creative industries and even more, if the the diversity aspect is just so so mm. so so lacking, mm. which is mm. ridiculous because. Everyone listens to music. Everyone watches TV. Yeah. Everyone has a smartphone. Loads of people watch YouTube. Yeah. But as for people working in these particular positions, I've noticed, like, I could, okay, because I work in TV, mm. not that many people of colour. And then in these, when the higher it gets, when you get to director, when you get to producer, commissioner, women just fall out of the yeah. game completely. So you just yeah. end up with just a row of, like, middle-class white men from the same background mm. and this is a big issue mm. getting women in and let alone getting women of different backgrounds yeah is a real issue and yeah. i didn't i just didn't expect that my gender or my my gender or my ethnic background it's not that it's a barrier but it would be a factor that i had to consider yeah, yeah. when pursuing a career yeah. especially in the creative industry i, don't I know. thought that's gonna be the um so i mean i work in um education so um yeah, I can't really say the same. Really, I mean, my team is quite quite diverse, which is quite nice. But I feel like the route I'm heading down, so I want to work in academia. Mm. I can see that being a real problem as well. But when you say problem, is it a problem well, or is it just 
the state of affairs because it no yeah. would you do you st- do you feel like you won't be able to get a job because you're a woman or a... I don't feel like I won't be able to get a job but I'm not gonna lie I feel like and like Joe, I've seen it with my um like my dad he's um he's works in academia as well but I feel like um as a black man and as a black man as a, as a black woman as well even worse for women I feel like there's only, there'll only be a certain level that I will reach yes. and then that might be that that might yeah. be it. You well, you just—it's I mean? the—it's the fact that you like, don't get considered. Exactly. It's not necessarily exactly. oh, we're not going to take you on because you're this. It's this just it. you no longer. I've seen that a lot where exactly. people have just fallen by the wayside exactly. and they just reached a point where they've stopped. It's like they were on a journey exactly. and it's just dead end. That's like, it. and they exactly. stay there. And it's, obviously, when you see the the like, for example, in the university, the dean. I mean, I'm yet to see a uh, you know black academic as a dean of a university. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like it will be a long time until we do see you do see black lecturers not many black um black women as lecturers no but as it gets as the positions get higher i mean you just don't see them really i feel though i will say on our aspects i feel like a lot of these things and these jobs black people or diversity isn't there because a lot of people don't know they can Mm. so whilst we don't see a lot of black professors are there a lot of black women doing phds Mm. and if there are a lot of black women doing PhDs, why they're not pursuing careers in the yeah, academia. Yeah. For like a lot of the time, people just don't know the opportunities that yeah. are available to them. Or because of their situation, they just don't have the luxury of choice. Like yeah. we have to remember, we have the luxury of choice. Mm. That's why if, um, I think things are going to get better. Mm. So I can imagine when my children end up going to university, or our children end up going to university. Look at you. I can imagine that they will yeah. probably have a bit yeah. more of a diverse range of professors to yeah. deal to to listen from more women more brown women more yeah. asian women i just feel like that's th- yeah. that might happen because yeah. it just our parents came here they didn't have that choice yeah. and they didn't really know how to navigate yeah you're I you're think, a native yeah. yeah i think as well if you look at what's happening with our generation especially like people like we're pushing the boundaries yeah. now like i say it all the time like I feel like our grandparents came over and they um, there's the difference is that when they came over and they settled down, um, their relationship with their, these institutions is that they trusted them and they literally, whatever they said, went. Like, yeah. it was literally Bible, what yeah. they were saying. Now, our parents, when they came over, didn't so much trust them, but they learned to work within the institutions. Yeah. Now it's our turn. We're like, listen, we ain't listening to what you've got to say, yeah? It's bullshit. Yeah. So <laughs> we're trying to, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we're going to break so, it down exactly. to So when our children come now, I mean, hopefully they're going to be running things, yes. yeah? Or even we know what we want. Whereas before our parents were kind of, they waited, not waited, but they just took what they were given and said, okay. But us, it's like, actually, I don't want that, I want this. This is it. Um, we, we're just, we're more switched on. Yeah, and exactly. if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to go get it somewhere else. Exactly. Um, the only issue I see is that you need to eat. So a lot of these things that pe- young people are doing now where they're creating their own things, I just want, it, as soon as you start monetizing it, I know we're talking about being creative and it's beautiful and mm. art is amazing, mm. but actually it needs to become economically viable before it can continue. That's yeah. why some of the, some yeah. movements fall by the wayside because people just can't afford to live off it. Yeah, so I just want us to keep going as young people, keep creating, keep networking. I just think yeah. it's so beautiful. And I sit there on Instagram and I see these girls like doing amazing things with one another, um, creating um, uh, collectives yeah, and definitely. putting their art definitely. out there, whether it's poetry, photography, film, documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plays, 
YouTube series, anything, just putting yeah. that out there because you're just you're planting the seeds. Yeah. So if you're listening 100%. to this and you are coming to graduating or you're a graduate already and you're feeling down, believe just uh, I was unemployed. I didn't even I left my job in March or April. And I was um, unemployed. I didn't start my job that I'm in now until mm. September. Mm. I did do some freelance bits and bobs, but really, I didn't. I didn't have a sustainable yeah. job yeah. for a long time. You know, when you're taking that risk to be in a creative industry or you're pursuing your passion or mm. something that's a little bit off the beaten track, you will go through a period of unemployment. You yeah. will go through a period of lack. It's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah. You will be fine if you're living at home. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you'll get through it. Just create. Yeah. And, and I think and link one up thing I'll say is enjoy the process as yes, well. Enjoy the don't journey. see it, don't see it as oh, oh I haven't got a job. Oh like oh this is long, this is long. Actually enjoy it because I feel like you're gonna you learn so much about yourself and you have that time to really reflect and think about what it is you actually wanna do and what's gonna make you happy. So I like I think the time that I've had now from when I left my job and started like um tutoring, um, like I've really had the time to actually, you know, realise, okay. I, do, I would like to work in academia like I would like to do a master's and I feel like had I continued in the job that I was doing going into the city back and forth I don't think I would have come to yeah. reach this um like reach this decision so really just enjoy the process enjoy of um sorry, developing love, um, yourself sorry to interrupt could you pass me the wine please um I'm really I mean, sorry guys lucky, yeah. um, I've got I cheap... mean I'm jealous because I'm driving home yeah yeah sorry no one else is drive <laughs> not my fault you live in zone four I mean it's zone three yeah whatever actually right just for, what are you between zone two and one? You need to not give people locations out here. With your bougie ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my white one. I'm With your bougie goddamn yeah, ass. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm living, I'm, I'm really comfortable. It's so oh bad, gosh, so lazy. Life, you are. But as for enjoying the journey, I really do. I agree with that so mm. much. Um, I for My personal thing is comparison and I, comparison yeah, is the thief of joy. Yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Repeat Jackie she lives by this. I have to like, because I compare myself like to talk. people so much. Yeah. Don't compare yourself. We've all done it, and I feel like it's a human thing to do to look at your neighbor and think like measure yourself yeah. against them. But just know that you're not you're not meant to whatever journey they're on. That's not actually your journey. Mm. They're doing what they've got to do. Now yeah. you do what you got to do. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, that's not the way, way things are planned for you, everyone to be doing the same thing. Because if it was that case, I mean, you'd be living in a dead-ass world. Of course. I mean? So just know that, okay, I've got a plan. Or even if you're figuring out your plan, it's okay to not know it yet. Yeah. Um, but just know that it will come. And I feel like you can choose not to fail. Like, you can go for something and be unsuccessful. But I think the way you learn from that situation yeah. Yeah. would make it something that is still relevant in your, exactly. li- in your life. Like, I don't know, maybe doing a project wrong at work. The project outcome didn't go well, yeah. but you look back and think, you know, what did I do along this exactly. to make it not go correctly? What could I do yeah. to improve this? Yeah, um, definitely. I really, it's just, and all this way that we're speaking, I if you spoke to me a year ago, this this time last year, I would not have been able to talk like this. Sick. I well, was I in a very different place. Talk like this, definitely. Yeah, definitely. it's a constant it's a constant journey it is a we graduated two years ago last year was a year after graduation and i am still evolving drastically from that person that woman that i was i'm not the same girl i was when i graduated definitely not i cried on graduation day because my feet were hurting 
My mum made me wear these really high shoes. I said, mum, they hurt. Here's me thinking you cried because it was... Not because of emotions. It was a joyous occasion. Yeah. <laughs> emotions. I was, it was a hot day. And mum was oh like, my gosh, it was so wear hot these shoes too. It was boiling. Oh, and then we had the cape. Oh, no, First Jesus. of all, I had my, I had my solandry. Like, this is a serious... I had my solandry. Oh, oh my gosh. And I was so serving... No, no. I was serving... Hey. I was serving you solandry. But my mum made me take out my weave. <laughs> Cause she's like, have your natural hair on your. <laughs> my mom loves my hair. Have your natural hair. And for some reason, I had my weaving for about a while. Oh, I remember. Oh, so yes. I forgot how to. Um, did something move down there? Something. It was like a paper. But okay, gone. I thought it was like a mouse. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I heard it. I was like, get. Yeah. <laughs> so that scared me. Um, yeah. So I took out my weave and I had it in for ages. So I didn't really know how. I've forgotten how to do it with my natural hair. Mm. So I tried to do a twist out. First of all, I didn't use any leave-in conditioner. <laughs> so my hair was just looking like a haystack. Stop it. Um, and I didn't use enough um, gel. So it just didn't define. And then the lengths were a bit off because I needed it oh, trimmed. Babe. So my hair was just going, I had to pin it in the particular route and I looked matronly. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have enough time to do my makeup. Because we, it. I completely underestimated or overestimated. I can't think of the word now. How much time it would take us to get to Canterbury? Or underestimated. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even cope. Not even two years later, and it's still raw. I didn't like my dress. Stop it. Um, and then no, to top it so all off, I had these four and a half inch heels. Oh my god, the pain. The, my foot back. Jeez. My arches were. Go- my knees were going off as well. My lower back. Them the whole arches. lot. Oh my gosh. I was in tears. I couldn't move. Like I couldn't. Oh, st- I could just about walk to collect my degree. Oh my gosh. And that's the thing. When you're walking across that, across that stage. The cobblestones. I was oh. so glad it didn't drop. Oh my god! Because we graduated in cathedral, so the ground was oh, really uneven. All I know is that I, all my concentration was going into into my walk. Um, Am I gonna make it across? Am I gonna make it? I think someone fell. Or was that, someone actually, was that my imagination? I think it might I'm, be your imagination. I wanted <laughs> someone be, to fall. Be anyone, <laughs> that was wicked. Cool. Sorry, sorry. But no you know the ones where you're actually just concentrating. I mean, I've got to make it over. In one yeah. Place, haven't I? And it was and long graduation. Long, and that long walk to the back as well. You know when you're walking down the aisle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> my mum was making noise. Yes, that's my baby. Yes. Like oh, stop corner. it, I can't. It was such a long walk. But it was, a, you know, all in all, I, started, I cried when they were taking my graduation photos. Oh, and hey. when I showed my friend the picture afterwards, she was like, you look pained. Like, <laughs> cheeky cow. No, I, the only picture, uh, the picture I got, I didn't actually get um, like graduation pictures taken, but you know the one where they're, where you're shaking the, mm. um, the dean's hand? I look so haps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't actually realise I was smiling that much, but the actual happiness oh, is actually too much. No, that feeling is wonderful. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling, it is. And that's what you should concentrate on when you're not, yeah. when you're finding it difficult. Concentrate on the journey you went through at uni and the achievements. Sometimes think about the achievements, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I have to look back and think, you know, we did this, I did this. Actually, do you know what? Actually, got I agree. decided this. It's yeah. It's actually sick. So it's just a constant... It's a constant journey and it's yeah, It's a constant journey, but I think, you know, we need to enjoy it because it's sort of, you know, you know, everyone has their own journey, you yeah. know? And I feel like, it. um, as well, it's like... It's just, like, exclusive to you, you know? No one can share the same experience that you have. And of I course. think you, you should actually feel quite excited about that. Do you feel like an adult? No. <laughs> Do you sure, know? I, I still, like, I feel like a, feel like a young woman. Yeah. Don't know if I feel like an like an adult. An adult, capital mm, A. No. Do you know I how feel like an adult, little A? <laughs> Do 
Do you know, true. Do you know how, like, between babies and children, there's the toddler stage? Yeah. I feel like between teenagers and adulthood, there's, like, a it's, it's teenage what? and adult toddler stage. And this is it. This is it. Yeah. I feel like I'm an adult toddler. <laughs> this is it. Where some, you know how babies, like, toddlers will do some really, one minute they'll be, like, they'll be proper, like, coherent human beings mm, mm. like you know what not today mum I'm gonna be cool yeah. I'm not about this life no yeah I'll get dressed cool and you're like cool my daughter's like three she's this is it. killing the game she's cool and then you leave her and then she's pooed on the bed and you're like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you this had this it. together this is it this is I it. actually thought you had this together but because they're still half child half baby they're not totally with it and i feel like that's what i do as an adult like sometimes i'll go to work i will pay i'll pay like bills and rent on time you know then you know go to the gym make my oh i'll be on the phone um no i can't do that madam um could you call me back later (laughs) or organizing meetings yes yeah and i'll do something really stupid like like i'll look at my account and be like oh i have about 100 pounds left and i'll spend it all like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I will go yeah. to a restaurant yeah. and I'll fall no yeah, way you know and I will uh, eat the I'll whole de- thing and buy top do definitely do that check my account I mean okay. don't actually have enough so what time are we going out yeah <laughs> I will actually pursue the motive like yes, I will tell it? you and excuse me uh, girls, exactly because I'm, I'm sure we said we're him yeah. I'm so, I'll be the first one at the club <laughs> at your birthday was I not the first one there <laughs> Yeah, definitely. At and it's stage. hilarious. Yeah, I definitely still like still have days. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I've got it together. Do you know what I mean? Going work. Yeah. Got, recently got my car, so I'm feeling mm-hmm. a little bit gassed. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Okay, of course. And then another day comes, and I mean, I'm in mommy's arms. Mommy, I'm a failure. Yeah. Quite <laughs> 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 cuddle. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It That's definitely is up and down. It's do you just know what I mean? weird. But if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I just think it's hilarious. I think. The same way we look at toddlers and laugh, the same way our parents are looking at us yeah, and laughing. Yeah. They're just like, oh, she'll figure it out one day. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think we should kind of take some, some solace in that, that we actually will figure it out. <laughs> Bloody hope so. I mean, we will, yeah. In this rank. <laughs> no, I swear, every podcast. You're coming on the high, then you're like, I mean, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hope so. Don't put your hopes on it. <laughs> Five years later, still oh figuring it out. Oh, yeah, but. Life oh, don't talk to me. It's the, the Pinot Grigio talking. I mean, you've still got some more left, haven't you? I don't think I'll be able to get through it all. I mean, <laughs> but seeing as I'm a toddler adult, who knows? Who I'll knows? do something irresponsible and just bottle it before bed. Who knows? But anyway. Yeah, let's wrap it up now. Exactly. Excellent. Um, I think we've had an excellent one today, life after graduation. Guys, please let us know any of your thoughts. If you um, kind of feel like you've had a similar experience to us, let us know. Tweet at us or email us. Our Twitter is the three underscore 60 all in words email the 360info at gmail.com um thanks for listening and have a wonderful week peace